Welcome to www.therfpsuccesscompany.com Grant request for proposal Know who you're writing to The person who will ultimately score your proposal will have expertise in the field Write to them like you're sitting down in front of them telling your organization's story The RFP is your guideline It tells you what you need to do and what documentation is required by the funder Different funders require different items just remember to give the funding agency what they want. No matter how unimportant something seems to you, make sure it is in your proposal package. Oh, yes, and make sure it's in the exact place they want it. There are some things every funder is going to want from the nonprofit organization. They will need organization data in the name of a contact person. Documentation may include, but is not limited to, federal tax ID number, Board of Directors, Financial Statements, Form 990, and the DUNS number, which is a unique nine-character number that identifies your organization. The federal government has adopted the use of DUNS numbers to track how federal grant money is allocated. The funder will also request a description of the project program, goals, purpose, and objectives of the organization and of course, the current operating budget. Most will require a line-item budget and tell you what percentage of indirect cost you can add. The RFP will explain what the foundation will fund. They want to know how the money will be spent if you are awarded a grant, and make sure you are a good steward of their money. The Needs Statement, aka, Problem Statement or Vision, is a section in the RFP that explains how the program project will address the needs of the community. Foundations are not interested in how funding will help the organization. They want to know their money will assist the people. Explain why your organization is the best one to achieve the proposal goals, with their funding. Emphasize facts and support your statistics with regional or national data. Be compelling, clear and concise. Draw the reader in with emotions. Paint a picture. Add stories of real people and how they relate to the problem or provide a solution. Lastly, but most importantly, know what the funder wants and give it to them. Requests for proposal are key to effective negotiations. Requests for proposals are important for many reasons. However, it is important that one first understand what an RFP actually is. An RFP is a specific type of inquiry that specifies in detail what the submitting organization's needs are, and specifically asks the responder how they might address this concern. For the sake of understanding during this article, we will base this negotiation on a hotel negotiation. A properly formed RFP is a thoroughly researched and thought-out document, where the organization determines its needs in as much detail as possible. When this is used, there is far less confusion down the road. Some of the reasons RFPs are so important include 1. Organizations should use the RFP as a way of creating a competition between various alternative properties and slash or locales. It is important that the cover letter for the RFP let each responder know when an answer is needed by and that the request is being submitted to multiple facilities. 2. What types of items might end up being issues? For example, does the hotel charge for parking? Would the hotel make some sort of accommodation regarding this? 3. Is there a charge for internet use? What concession might be made? 4. Inches terms of audio-visual needs, 
which often become extremely important, what might the property be willing to do in terms of accommodations and concessions? What might be included for free? What kind of minimum guaranteed discount might be offered? Five organizations who will be using guest rooms at a hotel should request complimentary meeting space. Six what kind of concessions might be offered in terms of food and beverage pricing? This is both one of the biggest profit centers for the hotel, as one of the largest expenses for the organization and its conference. 7. What is the hotel's policy regarding special meals or dietary requirements? What is the cost for this, if any? 8. What decorations, etc., might the hotel offer on a complimentary basis to the organization? 9. What upgrades, frees, givebacks might the hotel offer regarding guest rooms? What is the best room rates offered, and for which categories of rooms? 10. What is the best the hotel will do regarding flexibility regarding attrition rate? These 10 items are certainly nowhere near the full needs of an RFP. I have simply used these items to demonstrate the types of things that should be included in an RFP. The answers to an RFP should then become part of the addendum to the hotel contract. Use of request for proposal procedures are best handled by expert negotiators. Your organization should select an excellent negotiator and permit that individual to guide the entire process. The negotiator should have major input from the beginning, so as not to hamper his ability to best negotiate in the organization's behalf. How to write a request for proposal or FP. If you're used to writing proposals, you already know how to create a proposal to respond to our FPs. But when your organization is offering a grant or looking for contractors to provide services or products, you can also use those skills to create a request for proposal RFP to solicit proposals from others. The selection process will go much smoother if you provide your potential respondents with a proposed structure and list of information to help them send you detailed, readable proposals. If you have already responded to an RFP, you know the response process you read the RFP requirements, and then select templates you want to use in your proposal, assemble them together and fill them in. To create an RFP, simply assemble a list of proposal topics until you have all the information in the order you would like to receive it from the RFP respondents. One popular technique is to think as the proposal writer and select all of the topics you would include if you were responding to your own RFP. This will help you decide what important topics you want responders to tell you about their products, services and solutions. You can use the list of chapter titles and some of the information and suggestions on those pages to create an outline for your RFP then fill in the topic pages with the information you are requesting as a series of questions. Consider carefully all the information you need to receive from respondents so that you can efficiently pick a winner. If the project you are undertaking or the grant you are offering is a reasonably simple one, then you might be able to squeeze all the information you need on a page. But if the project you are considering is complex, you can also use a longer RFP to state the problem you are trying to solve, the need you want to fulfill, or the opportunity to take advantage of, as well as the requirements and schedule for the RFP process. So an RFP might look something like this. Introduction page, where you introduce the grant or project and organization soliciting proposals, and provide contact information. Problem statement, 
Needs Assessment, or Opportunities page, where you describe the issues to be solved or the opportunity available. Requirements page, where you list the requirements that must be met by the RFP respondents. These might be product or process specifications, location requirements, budgetary or timing restrictions, experience or certifications required, and so forth. Suggested outline for proposal page, where you list all the topics you want to see in the proposals, along with a little information about the details each page should contain. This way you can just send an outline of topics and questions as a bullet list instead of including all of the actual topics you selected in the process above. Schedule page, where you list the deadline for submission of proposal along with the method and address for submission, and the date that a winner will be selected along with your methodology for posting results. The more specific and detailed you can be in your RFP, the more likely you will receive all the information you need to make a good decision. You'll also spend less time on the phone or on email answering questions from respondents about the information you want, or asking the respondents for more detail about the proposals they submitted. Just like with a proposal, you should proofread the RFP to be sure it sounds and looks businesslike and represents you in a professional manner. After you have included all the information you need to tell the world what you're looking for and why, then package up the RFP pages in a PDF and send it out or attach it to a website for download. You might also create a compliance matrix to make your own list of items that must be addressed in the RFP responses. As you evaluate each response you can check off and rank all the items as you find them in the responses. Creating a ranking system can also help you objectively evaluate complex RFPs. It is important to note that every individual and company who is writing their proposal responses has to have their own licensed copy of whatever proposal writing product they use. This means you can't send other companies templates that are licensed only for your company to fill in and return back to you as their own submitted proposal. If you are using a kit of proposal writing materials that is a proposal kit to create your RFP you can suggest to your proposal responders to get their own kit to create their response if they do not already have a proposal writing system in place. This may increase your chances of getting responses back that are more consistent in look, layout and design as well which can make the proposal evaluation process easier. Writing an RFP request for proposal Responding to a request for proposal RFP, request for quotation RFQ, expression of interest EOA or any formal tender document submitted by a company looking to hire your company and your services might not be the most enjoyable part of your job. This is the challenge. If you do not put your best foot forward or put the effort into your RFP submission you might not get the work. If your objective is to have a higher success rate in securing or winning more awards this article will help you identify areas to focus your efforts on. The project manager or team lead for the RFP needs to take the reins by identifying all the parties they need to involve to complete the proposal and other response-related documents. Important areas like acknowledging receipt of the RFP, the RFP due date, managing the internal process, review of the final submission, preparing for interviews and follow-up after RFP response has been submitted. All these tasks should be managed by a single person. Back to the preparation of the RFP response, 
Once you have circulated the RFP or tender document you need to ask your team to assemble and provide feedback to the following. Do we have the people power, capabilities, resources, skills to complete this task safely, within scope, in the timeline required and at a profit do we want this work what is our relationship like with the bidder or company is there any special considerations for this bid environment, insurance, equipment responding to a RFP can be time consuming and expensive. You might need to involve an estimator, specific project personnel, accounting and other administrative staff. So ask yourself these tough questions before incurring unnecessary costs. Why respond if you are not able to complete the tasks under the specifications or guidelines submitted by the buyer? If you need and want the work then preparation of a professional response to the RFP will improve your chances at succeeding. Many areas addressed in your RFP response can be completed ahead of time or can be part of a standard template you can recycle. RFP responses almost always require details on your team, approach and methodology, management, price and past experience. With the often restricted timelines to complete the RFP response, it is crucial that your time be spent on providing the best possible solution to the project's requirements at the best possible price. Administrative compilation of past information can be prepared ahead of time so keep your work history up to date allowing you to focus on the particulars of the bid. When putting together your RFP response it is a good idea to ensure you comply with all the written requirements your submissions are in the order or relate in order to the way the RFP was delivered. Mirror the outline of the RFP. Tailor your response to the RFP provided. Include an executive summary, training, solution or strategy, expertise, project staff, costs, billing, insurance, safety documentation, contacts and references. Be inquisitive during the process to ensure you understand the requirements and this shows a genuine interest in the bidding organization and your desire to resolve or fulfill the requirements of their RFP. There is no doubt that a successful track record or past experience in similar activities will be evaluated and contribute to your success or failure for any tender. Whether preparing a tender for a complex project or a proposal direct to a client, it is important that time is spent coming up with the best possible approach or solution to ensure implementation produces the very best results. Taking time away from this critical aspect of the RFP response to prepare work history or contact information which could have been resolved ahead of time is not time well spent. RFQ helps professionals manage the procurement process. Our RFP RFQ response pack has a variety of RFP response templates which will help you produce a professional quotation or response and help you improve your chances of winning more tenders. Please visit our site to www.therfpsuccesscompany.com for more information on responding to our FPS.